from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. This is the Ramsey Show. It's where we talk about your life, your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by George Camel. It is a free phone call. If you want to jump in, we're here to help you, to give you some hope through some practical, clear steps forward. 888-825-5225, George, you ready to go? Game on. Yeah, you got all your answers, your cue cards ready to I go? I have sports references ready, Ken. I mean, this is, okay, wow. Here we go. Uh, ben is up in Phoenix, Arizona. Ben, how can we help? Hi. Uh, first, I just want to say um, my parents are uh, huge fans of the show, and uh, they've been teaching us the concepts of financial peace for a very long time, and uh, they just definitely wanted me to shout them out for this. But, nice. Uh, what are their names? Uh, Jenny and Marianne. Jenny and Ma- what is it? Marianne. There it is. Jenny and Marianne, thank you for being longtime listeners, and, and, and uh, there is the shout out. Raising a good kid. All right. How can we, we help go. today? <laughs> so uh, I've found myself in a pretty fortunate position. Uh, I just graduated from May, or I just graduated in May from college, and um, I got a job here. Nice. Um, I don't have any debt, and um, I moved back in with my parents. But um, I'm trying to decide if it's a good idea to move out, and I certainly would like to. Um, but um, I'm saving up for, um, you know, I'm planning to get engaged to my girlfriend pretty soon. And um, she is uh, gearing up to go to med school uh, within the next two years. And um, thinking about all the debt that comes with that, uh, I'm just wondering if it's a good idea to move out yet or. Yeah, it's time to move out, man. You got no more. debt, you have a great income. It's time to fly the coop and, uh, you know, have some dignity on your own and have that independence. That's great to hear. <laughs> so can you, I mean, it sounds like making 78 K. Can you afford a place on your own? That's 25% of your take home pay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I got to yeah. ask you when George said that you, you were like, Oh, it's great to hear. What's, Why'd you need our what's, permission? What's behind that? Are you feeling pressure from mom and dad to stay a little longer? No. So, um, I, uh, everyone that I talked to at my job has said, um, you know, I'll write that out as long as you can. Oh, and I, uh, yeah, I but they're like, broke. Okay. You're not, <laughs> okay. they want to stay That's children. The... You're an adult. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. I, and then, um, I moved at sorry, 20 go. and it, I think it really, there's nothing wrong with going home for a season. If you're trying to pay off debt and really do something aggressive like that, but man, it really stunts your growth long term to just have that safety net and just go. Well, I'm just gonna live with yeah. parents because it's easier, and I got meals here. At some point, you got to be an adult and go. I got to pay my own insurance and yeah. learn how to cook a meal. It's, it's absolutely right. I, I just I got to take the old man opinion here on this one. Uh, th- this is under the guise of well, it's financially smart to stay with mom and dad. <laughs> That's just avoiding responsibility. Uh, this is the generation that came up with the term adulting, which I can barely say without spitting, you know? Uh, so yeah, good for you and your response. Uh, you need to do what you believe is right. And George is absolutely right. It's going to make you so much more fulfilled being your own man and getting out there. So yeah, go for it, man. My guess is your take home pay is probably somewhere in the 4,500 a month range. Uh, yeah, probably around 4,200. 
Okay. Um, so yeah. if you can find a place for about a thousand bucks in your area to rent, that's great. If you need to get a roommate, that's fine too. If the place is two thousand and you get a roommate that covers one of it, then I think that's a wise move. I had roommates up until I was about married and it was great. Yeah. So here's the deal. Gotcha. Turn off the noise, Ben. Like they're gonna criticize this move when you go back to work. You gotta be a big boy. Put your big boy pants on and, and be okay with them disagreeing with you. That's but that's simple. real. I yeah. mean, let me let me just say this. In, in no way am I knocking Ben, but peer pressure is real. I mean, peer pressure isn't just a middle school, high school phenomenon. You know? I mean, it really does affect adults as well. You got a chorus of people going, Well, it's part of this. the pessimism about everything's so expensive and this is none of this is our fault and the other generations set us up for failure. And while some of that is true, it's also your responsibility for what comes next. Yeah. And you can't just sit back in a corner and go, well, as long as mommy and daddy are here, I'm going to be okay. I got a term. What it's, is it? It's, it's like quiet quitting. It's lazy living. Oh. I'm just going to live at home with mom and dad. This is your third term you invented. There was well, uh, excusism, compound impact, impact, and now this one, lazy yeah. living. I should probably take the rest of the show off. Write these wanna, down. I don't want to hurt myself. Brilliant. Yeah, there it is. All right, Carlos is on the line in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Carlos, how can we help? Hey, how's it going, you guys? We're um, having a blast. What can we do for you? Well, I appreciate everything you guys do for everyone. And so my biggest question is, um, I got a job offer, and I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck on whether to take it or not. All right. What was the job offer? Um, so the job offer, so the job I do right now is I'm an, I'm an automotive technician. Okay. And the job offer is basically to go just to another shop. So basically I'll be doing the same thing, but they're offering me a dollar more. What's the jump from what to what? Uh, it's working from a dealership to an independent shop. Okay. What's the numbers? Is it 18 to 19? Uh, no, it's from 32 to $33. Yeah, that okay. doesn't even matter. Um, I, I, let me take a wild guess. You're calling because your brain and your heart are having a wrestling match. Your brain's telling you, man, it's a no-brainer. you got to take the other job. They want you. It's a dollar more. But your heart's going, I don't think I actually want to go over there. Am I about right or am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, you're you're about right. Um, I guess like my biggest thing is here where I – where I currently work, you know, I have a lot of a lot of more leeway here. So they what understand. What do you mean by kids, leeway? You know, they, like they understand. You know, with my kids, that they'll let me. You know, if I have to go flexibility, pick them up daycare, flexibility, and they value you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So here's the deal. I wouldn't even consider the new job unless they would promise you the same flexibility. I wouldn't even consider it. I can hear it. You know, that's why your heart's going. Um, do we really want to leave and leave this type of value, this type of flexibility that's really good for us, right? For a dollar more, it's just not worth it on paper. Now, if the if the other if the independent shop will promote will promise you the same flexibility and and value the same way, but you're gonna have to ask people who work there. You're gonna have to talk to people who already work there and go, hey, this is what I have at the other shop. You think they'll allow me to do that here? They'll tell you the real real. You know, get an idea of what the culture's like over there by talking to guys and gals that are doing the work, not the leaders who are interested in hiring you. Uh, but, Carlos, I, unless you find that, I'd stay where you are. 
George, you agree? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. It's not worth it if it's going to be a tougher work environment. You go, this wasn't worth the extra few thousand. Yeah. Just when, wasn't. When the head and the heart are in a wrestling match, you got to listen to the heart. Always. This is The Ramsey Show. Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague George Kimmel. We're here for you. 888-825-5225. Talking about your life, your money, your work, your relationships. 888-825-5225. Right now uh, is the time of year when it's make or break when it comes to our goals. We're heading into the holiday season and it's hard to stay motivated. George loses all motivation for his figure around Thanksgiving. Oh, I know this so is true. true. You you wear the Sands Belt pants. I gain you know? at least two pounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but whether it's uh, finding a better job, making more money, paying off debt, building stronger relationships, it can be hard to keep the momentum going. But in a couple of weeks, we have the day. We could call it a, 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 a Kickstarter day to kickstart momentum. Uh, to keep that momentum going for you. We call it the Smart Conference. It's one of our biggest events. We're going to be in Dallas for a day-long event where you'll get advice from leading experts on money, personal growth, career, mental health, and your marriage. Join me and the rest of the Ramsey personalities, Dave Ramsey, Dr. John Deloney, Rachel Cruz, George Camel, Christina Ellis, um, and it is going to be a fun day. It's live, in person, October 22. Get your tickets before they sell out. Go to Ramsey Solutions dot com slash events that's ramsey solutions dot com slash events uh it's gonna be a fun day george there's a live band and i'm gonna audition to be in it i'm I, real excited from what i understand you might be uh making a cameo i'm making i realize i'm on stage about four times at this event ken yeah so it's a never are, we, are we allowed to talk about the other fun thing we're all doing or they consider that to be taboo yeah is, i don't know if it's, it's a if great, we can let the cat out of the bag but let's just say this out. it's the most fun we have at an event High energy, high entertainment value. No question. Not your grandma's event, but bring her. Yeah. She'd love it. Your grandmother would love it. Um, I might invite her. You might invite your grandmother? I don't know that she can make on the plane these days. Yeah. All right. Well, Bless there her. There you go. All right. Bless her heart. What do you call her? Uh, teta. Say that again? That's Arabic for grandmother. Say that again. Teta. Like T-E-T-A. Teta. Teta. Yeah. Did I say that right? That was mildly offensive, but I think you passed the test. You passed. Oh, no. You George, passed. you can't walk me into offending somebody. No, you did pretty good. There was an attempt made. Yeah. it's Effort. Be- my version of your grandmother's name is far better than you saying Toyota. That is true. All right. I get heckled so by the gang because I say score on that. Toyota instead of Toyota. Now like you're starting. robot. <laughs> Who talks like that? I'm from Boston, dude. What do you want from me? People in Boston don't say Toyota. Whatever that is, okay? They don't butcher it like that. That's offensive. Ben Affleck, he'll tell you. All right, very good. Speaking of Boston and, you know, the the rivalry between the Red Sox and the Yankees, we go to the Big Apple. Thomas is in New York City. Thomas, how can we help? Uh, Hi, guys. How you doing today? Well, we're having too much fun, as you can tell. How can we help? As a matter of fact, the the New York Yankee game is tomorrow night. I'll be going to it for the playoffs. So. There you go. go. Hey. Uh, you got to see Aaron Judge. Maybe hit one out of the park. I hope so. It's nice to be in the playoffs again this That's year. That's what so. I'm saying. The Red Sox aren't there, are they? 
No, they are not. Uh, I just wanted to point that out. I'm done with sports talk with Ken. How can we help, Thomas? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, let's get on. Look, we're not, we're not here to talk about sports. All right. Listen, I received, I've uh, inherited about $88,000 from uh, my father who just passed. Oh, past sorry to hear that. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that's okay because he had, he was 95 years old. He had a great run. That's wow. A great I can't run. say anything. That's what I mean. I mean, people say, oh, you're sorry. I mean, 95 years old. He lived a great life. I hope to live that long. Come yeah, on. Amen. So, you and me both, pal. Let's celebrate it. Let's and celebrate. what a legacy so anyway, to leave you with with a, a chunk of money as well to bless you. Yeah. I mean, it's not a huge chunk, but it is, you know, like I said, it's 88000 Um, And I'm trying to figure out what to do with this money or where to put it for now. Like I said, I'm 55. I mean, I have a good job. I earn a good living. I have a pension with that job. I have small savings account. I pay my bills, um, so it's not necessarily I need to uh, need the money necessarily. But you know, the end is coming soon. Uh, being fifty-five, <laughs> well, not the end, but you yeah. Know. Wait a second. I thought we were living forty like, more wow. years. Got dark real quick, well, I Thomas. That, I don't mean the end. Sure. I mean, I mean, you, know, <laughs> you want to retire like in the retirement. next, you know, five or ten years. Yeah. We got you. We okay. got you. Well, ten years. I got to go at least sixty-five to get uh, my full pension anyway. Okay. So, do you have any debt? I do not. I got rid of my debt when I got divorced. Okay. So, no debt. You have. You said you have some money in savings. Do you have a fully funded emergency fund? Three to six months of expenses. Uh, maybe three. Okay. I, I got like. 14, 15 grand. And what kind of account is the 88K in? Was it a traditional IRA? Uh, it, came from a, it came from an annuity and an, an, uh, an uh, IRA, I think. Okay. So, the other account. I mean, I literally, I have the money. All the... the um, it's in your bank? The, yeah, no. Well, For, so, I have a check. I have a check in my drawer, and I have, uh, they direct deposited... Um, the one account direct deposited automatically into my savings account of okay. uh, 45000 Have you looked into the tax implications? Are there uh, any on this? Jur- I, was on, I was told by um, an attorney that I won't be um, taxed on this inheritance. Okay. I just wanted you to triple check that before you go... You know, spend it, know. and then tax I day comes. They go, you owe us twenty grand. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to get back twenty, you know, thirty, forty percent, almost probably, right? Yeah. So I would work with a tax but, pro on that just to double check, depending on the type of account. Uh, but if if I'm in your shoes, I'm going to apply it to my next goal, and if that's you know maybe add some to the emergency fund, I'm going to. Do you have a house right now? Do you have a mortgage? I do not. I, I rent. Okay. Do you have any aspirations of being a homeowner? I'm not. You know, I did that. <laughs> Been there, done that, that, he said. Twenty-something. I did. I did that for twenty-something years. I was married for twenty. The house ended up. We ended up losing the house due to the divorce through foreclosure, and so then I had to file bankruptcy in the whole nine oh. yards. So oh my goodness! Going forward, yeah. But going forward, that was uh, eleven years ago. Okay. So going forward, I you know filled up my pants, my britches, and and I kept going, and I'm in pretty good shape right now. Okay, I, I might consider it only because if you live to 95 like Pops, that's 40 years of rent going up and expenses going up. And so I'd rather you have a fixed expense with a mortgage and maybe you can tackle that and pay it off and this money can help kickstart that. Uh, it, did, it did cross my mind. I mean, the housing market is not, uh, it's not a joyride right now. Sure. But also, what's not going to be a joyride is 40 years of increased rent in New York. 
Right, right, and so right. that also yeah, worries but me. Let me. So on this on this path, though, George, that you're bringing up, I think this is good, Thomas. In ten years from now, let's fast forward ten years, and you retire. Would you stay right. in New York, or would you be open to moving well, to another place yeah, where it's less? No, expensive? I probably. I mean, technically, I'm in New Jersey, and I'm at the Jersey Shore. Technically, <clears throat> so when you say New York, I'm not necessarily in New York City. Sure, gotcha. But, so you know what I mean? I mean, I can afford the rent here. The housing market is still kind of crazy. I could probably buy something, but then, like you just said, uh, George, about being, you know, um, ten years from now, and then. You know what are you what what are you going to do? You going to stay in Jersey or go to Florida or, or what? I'm not sure yet. Didn't really cross my mind. Okay. I'd be I mean, thinking about that. Comes, yeah, but worst case scenario, you could I could just sell real estate at any time. You know what I mean? That's not. And well, yeah, and that real estate that. would appreciate over the ten years while you decide. And so now you've been building equity. The house has gone up in value. You sell it, and now maybe you could pay cash for something in your next spot versus having zero assets to your name. So I just want you to consider right. it. I think it's a great part of a retirement plan to have an asset like a home that will continue to grow in value and you control your biggest fixed expense in retirement, which, you know, number one is probably housing. Number two is going to be healthcare. Right, right. So something to consider with the inheritance. But if you need to upgrade the car, you know, I like to do three things when it comes to money. Give it, save it, spend it. So I'd start with the giving. If you want to give some of it and be generous, you want to save some of it, add to the emergency fund, maybe you know max out a retirement account, and then with the rest, enjoy some of it too. Um, yeah, I guess so. So then, in other words, putting it into an annuity or something like that, not... Uh, I'm a, not a, a, a fan of annuities. I want you, you know, maxing out IRAs, 401ks, solid retirement accounts. I wouldn't mess with annuities at this point. No. Talk with one of our smart investor pros, RamseySolutions.com. Uh, find several in your area, go meet with them, talk through your options, and uh, they're going to give you some tremendous advice. So there you go. I thought that was fun. Throughout the show today, I called you Jersey George. I know. And we take a call from Thomas, who's from the Jersey Shore. And he had the great accent to go with it. Yeah, you should have said the bada bing, bada boom with him. That was the perfect moment. You missed it, but Gosh. there it is. You missed the opportunity. You missed 100% of the shots you don't take. There it is. Don't move. More Ramsey Show coming right up. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show, America. Thrilled that you are here with us. I'm Ken Coleman. He is George Camel. The phone number is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Kevin is joining us now in Laguna Beach, California. Kevin, how can we help? Hey, guys. Appreciate you taking the call. You bet. Um, Yeah, so I've uh, been with my company for 15 years now. I've moved into the uh, VP of sales role four years ago. Um, due to COVID, we went from 50 employees down to 11. We're back up to 26. But with that, you know, VP of sales turned into marketing, social media, partner business, um, a lot more than it was maybe two, three years ago. And, um, yeah, have a job offer on the table that is a lateral potential move, a little bit less in the pay, but definitely a, a higher ceiling. And um, just kind of wrestling and struggling with, do I stay where it's, comfortable quote unquote or do i kind of go out on a limb and 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 risk something after 50 years at a company it's kind of hard to hard to walk away from what you know yeah i think you've laid out a pretty clear 
um, opportunity. And I, I think I've got an opinion on this one, but I want to know how much less pay and then for how long. Yeah. So current, my, my current job has a salary of two Oh five. Um, and then bonuses on top of that, but the bonuses are, we'll just say two Oh five. The new job, uh, has a base of one sixty with an on target earning of one ninety for year one. And then year two, they haven't laid out what that looks like. So it's a 20 K 25 K for the first year cut. Well, you said two Oh five and then one ninety. So yeah. that's yep. Okay. So that's 15. Yep. So, um, and then the question is year two, cause that's what you said. Year one is one ninety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you hit everything, um, yep. what do you think year two and year three look like? They're putting that together by Friday, so I should have more information on that. Um, yeah, I'd want to know. I'd want to know what that ladder looks like because the way you laid it out is all right, Ken. I make a lateral move um, professionally uh, yep. as far as title and responsibility, but less pay. The fifteen yep. grand less pay for an opportunity to climb, I would always consider that because I look at it as well. How long am I going to have that deficit? And it doesn't seem yeah. like very long. They're going to get you the numbers, and I think you got to weigh it there. But the opportunity to take a an opportunity to get a higher ceiling, or the way you put it, higher ceiling, I'd put it as I've got a ladder that I can get on and climb. And mm-hmm. you know, I don't feel like that you love the environment you're in now. It may not be bad. I'm not saying you hate it, but I don't think you love it, and I don't think there's much of a ladder. Or if there is one, it's not one you want to climb. Is that fair? I'm reading in between. Yeah. The, Okay. Yeah. No, I report to the owner of the company. So, I mean, I am, I am as yeah. high as it goes right now. Yeah. See, um, I am a, I always preach progress because that's just how humans are wired. You yeah. know, I mean, Kevin, that doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you a human. We want to make yeah. progress. We want to grow. So I want to go where I can grow. And if I've got to go, if I've got to go backwards temporarily, so one step backward in order to take two steps forward, as long as I can absorb the pay cut and it is a short-term sacrifice mm-hmm. then i would absolutely do it yeah okay yeah and i mean and things that they're going to lay out hopefully by friday is also equity in the company come on like that, that, come uh, on you know, with that i i'm hoping and yeah. assuming you're in a great place financially making this kind of we're, money we're comfortable okay um, i mean no debt in, emergency county, fund we're comfortable Yep, no debt, emergency fund, fund investing. cash for car. Our car is investing, 401k, all that stuff. We got so you can afford to take out. this pay cut. It's not going to affect your budget that much. Yeah, and the wife is also a nurse that could go back, you know, a couple yeah. more days a week Wonderful. in the interim. Yeah, that's, um, so by the way, we, we've that, got options. Yeah, and that's what I want to point out to the larger audience. When I say absorb it, that's what I'm talking about. You're, you're not, you know, it's not a four-alarm fire and you're all of a sudden struggling and having to live off credit cards and all that crap. And, you know, yeah. you, you can actually do this and you're in a place to do it. So uh, you don't yeah. have to well, take it. Right, you could yeah. you could keep your options open, but I certainly would listen all the way up until they give you all the details and answer all of your questions. Yeah, so I've I've been trying to get out for about four years now. Good. So I've been I've been looking. This and, feels uh, this right, is, doesn't it? It feels right. Um, it's just kind of the unknown, but also kind of the pay cut, and it's the people who are closest to me, and I guess who care about my soul are saying take the job oh right like that's that to me is even more important than my or george's advice i don't know ken's number one for me but i know i get it 
Yeah. I think you know what to do, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, this I'm is for this you. is good for you. You got to listen to your heart on this one. Uh, let's get mm-hmm. all the details, and if it feels right, yep. I'd walk into it. Absolutely. Because you, you'll climb, and uh, you'll look back on this as, I think, a watershed moment in your life. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you're well, the man. I appreciate Con- the insight. Yeah, yeah. man, absolutely. It's Trust one of the reasons people do this plan is because it gives you options. And when it comes to the situations like this, it's not, well, we have $400,000 in debt to clean up, so we can't take this jump. We can't take the pay cut. It allows you to do these kinds of things. Yeah, absolutely right. But let's but let's also put this in quick context. Um, even if he was in the debt snowball, like if he was you know paying off debt, and he could absorb this by his wife going back to work, uh, selling some things, cutting the budget. Yes, which high I, earners tend to have. Yeah, big I st- budgets. I still would crazy. consider it. It's not long term. We're not taking a long term pay cut. And if we can absorb it, so if I can sacrifice in my finances, if I can sacrifice, you know, and I'm eating on rice and beans, beans and rice, if, I, if I'm cutting the cable, if I'm sacrificing all these areas that we do financial, we can also sacrifice a little bit professionally in order to get going forward. Our, our friend John Maxwell, yeah, I worked for John for years. You've had the chance to interview him. You know, it, he said one time, and it's, it's a beautiful little phrase, you got to give up to go up. Mm. And and what do you have to give up sometimes in order to go up? And if you can handle it, I'm not saying it's the a blanket, uh, automatic yes, take a pay cut to make more money in the sh- in the long term, but but sometimes it's the right move, and you and you make the sacrifices necessary. So there you go. It's a good word. Let's go to Michael in Tampa, Florida. Michael, how can we help? Hey, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. You bet. What's up? Hey, so basically my fiance and I, we just paid off our debt. We're working towards um, saving for our um, three months of expenses. Mm-hmm. But my question is, I just got a job that's like an hour and a half away. And we're trying to basically save up for a home to kind of get us closer to my job. Um, I remember Dave was talking about how he was okay with the 5% down for the mortgage. But I, I, I kind of want to know the reason why like what's between like what's the reason between like the five percent ten percent i know the twenty percent uh you i can avoid the pmi but since this is a hectic drive i kind of want to we want to move faster than wait until we get the twenty percent if that makes sense sure well number one the options are not either we buy a home tomorrow or we have to commute an hour and a half i mean you guys could rent for right. a while may not be fun. You may want to be a homeowner, but that's number one is to just realize you have more than one option here. Number two, the 5% Mm -hmm. is for first time homeowners, which it sounds like you would be. Right. And that still has to be within the parameters of a 15 year fixed rate mortgage. uh, And the payment can't be more than a quarter of your take home pay around there. And so it's hard to do that with 5% down. It depends on your area. If you live, you know, in a rural area in the Midwest, you could probably get by with that. Living in Tampa, I don't know how those numbers would work out for you. Can you put 5% down and still have that be a reasonable payment? Um, I, I don't know yet. That's why I wanted to call you guys because you guys are able to like dumb it down for for me. <laughs> we try to put like the cookies the on the bottom shelf and exactly. partially because I'm not that intelligent. So George I can't help really it. understands dumb. I can't help it. 
It's right there. Yeah. So, Michael, I would jump on to RamseySolutions.com, click on the mortgage calculator, and start to play around with those numbers. And you might find that, you know what, we're going to have to put 15% down to have this be a reasonable payment on a condo and a townhome instead of a single-family home. And so either way, it may not be ideal. Your first house is never going to be the nicest house you live in. So you've got to understand that. And do not combine finances until you are officially married. And so I heard some language I wasn't sure, but yeah. wanted to clarify that. But you can be a homeowner, but if you do it right now, the home might own you. And that is my fear. So do it the wise way, even if that means going slow. He is George Campbell. I'm Kid Coleman. And this is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. Our scripture today is Colossians 2.8. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. Our quote from Alexander Hamilton. Don't start singing, George. I wouldn't dare. Caution and investigation are a necessary armor against error and imposition. Now, see, you got to read that one twice because they use good words back then $10 words they don't make them like they used to yeah uh, that's uh, soak on that one for a little bit he's George Campbell I'm Ken Coleman this is the Ramsey show so excited that you are with us hey if you like the show please consider subscribing leaving a review and sharing it with a friend that's how we grow and you're a big part of that so there you go Josh is on the line in Buffalo New York Josh how can we help Hey, guys, how's it going? Great to get the chance to talk to you guys. Yes, sir. Good to talk to you. All right, so I've got a quick question about my wife's retirement plan. Um, we're going to start investing shortly. Um, we took a little pause just to pay off some debt and buy a house. Um, so my question is, we have the option to do a Roth 401k with our financial advisor, or she works at a hospital, and her um, the hospital offers a 457B deferred compensation plan. Um, and really just my question is, should we – do the 457B through her work or a Roth 401k with our advisor. How is your advisor allowing you to do a Roth 401k? Oh, I'm sorry. Not a 401k. A Roth IRA. Oh, Roth there we go. Roth I was IRA. like, I have sorry. never heard of this. I this was is, thinking yeah. the same thing. Sorry My mind is blown. Okay. Yeah. So you've got the yeah, IRA option. A Roth IRA or a 457B, yeah. Now, there are such things as Roth 457Bs. Do you know if she has a Roth option there or is it just traditional? It's traditional. It's not. It's not Roth. Okay. So what we the, our outlook on investing in our framework is that match beats Roth beats traditional in that order. So does she have any match with her employer? There is no match. No, no match. There is no match. Okay. So beyond that, we are going to take advantage of all Roth options available to us, and it sounds like right now that would be a Roth IRA for each of you. Correct. And so I would fully okay. fund the Roth IRAs. That's 6000 a piece. And if that doesn't get you to that 15% of your household income, then we're going to move to the 457Bs and put the rest into that. Gotcha. What okay, do you have perfect. available? I, so, so I've got a Roth 401k through work, and then which I'm contributing to get the match, and then a Roth um, IRA with our advisor. 
Okay, cool. And I mean, I'll tell you what I do personally, what my wife does, she works here at Ramsey. We do all 15% into our Roth 401k. We have great retirement options and funds in that. And so because the Roth, we just do all of it in there. And then okay. if we, if you yeah, maxed that, that, out 401k, you can move to the IRAs. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That was a question I could have asked too. Cause, uh, right now I'm just, I'm just doing the, enough to get the match with my 401k at work. Sure. And I'm just doing the other, what is it? 14%. Um, I think it's 6% at work. So 4% into, uh, what's the, the match IRA at work advisor, uh, 6%, but only 25 cents on the dollar. Oh, okay. Okay. So beyond this, you want right. to get to 15% total of your household income invested. Right. Okay. And so between those two, and there are income limits with the Roth IRA. So if you go beyond that, what is your household income? Uh, 140. Okay. So once you guys hit that threshold, you can still contribute to a traditional IRA. You can look at things like backdoor Roth IRAs, mega backdoor Roth IRAs. And so I'd work with your advisor when you guys do get to that point, because I have a feeling your income will continue to go up. But take advantage right. of the Roth options, and then whatever's left over, throw it in that 457. Awesome. That's, that answers my question. That's awesome. Thanks, yeah. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate the call. Good, I want to go back. Stuff. I want to go back into the call because we got new people watching and listening every day, and you said it really quickly, and I want to break it down for maybe new listeners or viewers. You said, the way we look at our investment strategies, we say Roth beats match. Ma- match beats Roth beats traditional. Ma- sorry, match beats Roth beats tradi- traditional. I can't even say it. It's a mouthful. Let's uh, be honest. I, I'm, take it away from me. But it's I want you trying to, expl- to simplify it. Right, and I want you to simplify it a little bit more. Sure. So why match beating Roth? Why Roth beating traditional? I want you to... So number that. one, we only encourage this once you're completely debt-free and have a fully funded emergency fund. All investing should be paused until you get those things taken care of. Once you've got those taken care of, we move to baby step four, 15% of our income into retirement. And we say match first because that is a 100% return on our investment. Right. Let me explain that. If your employer matches 4%, that means if I put in four percent, my employer automatically throws another four on top of that. Right. I just doubled my money. If we were in Vegas and I put a hundred bucks at the blackjack table, there it I is. now have two hundred bucks. Boom. I knew you'd appreciate As you that would analogy. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom, hundred percent return. There it is. Now we move to Roth because that is going to grow tax free. Right. So you're using after tax dollars to invest, but the money will grow tax free and you can withdraw it tax-free. Right. And I love that because when I get to retirement, if I have $2 million in my Roth IRA- You got $2 million. $2 million. And Uncle Sam already took his cut years and years ago, Yeah, which means I actually have $2 million. Right. And so you're also betting on the fact that taxes will continue to go up as we get older. Mm-hmm. And historically, that's that's has been the case. And so- And then the traditional- and then traditional is where we go last, which is tax deferred. You're going to pay taxes on this later down the road, right? but you're going to use pre-tax dollars to do it. Yeah. And so that is the last thing to take advantage of. Beyond that, if you are like, I ran out of all those options, you can just go into a taxable brokerage account, which is non-retirement funds. And a lot of people use this as a bridge account, Ken. So let's say Ken wants to retire at 50, but he doesn't have access to his Roth IRA and his, his 401k without penalties until later on in life. And so this bridge account can be used to where you have a taxable brokerage account, you invest with a SmartVestor Pro or whoever in index funds, mutual funds, and you might have a million dollars in that brokerage account that you can now use to get by the 10 years mm. until you have access to the rest of your funds. Yeah. And so there's a lot of cool investing strategies. This is like next level wealth building. And part of the, our plan is we want you to build wealth and give generously. And it's amazing what happens once you do that, especially early on, as we continue to get calls of people in their 20s and 30s going, we paid off the house, Ken. Yeah. What do we do now? 
Yeah. Well, now you have 30, 40, 50 years to continue to build wealth and leave legacies and leave inheritances. We get so many calls about inheritances, and I love it because it tells me that person cared enough to leave a legacy. Yep. I want to also, you were rolling through, George, because you, you got this stuff down, but you were rattling through the strategies here, the backdoor Roth. This is important for people to make a certain amount of income. Explain that. So if you fully fund your traditional you know, IRA, for example, but you make too much income to qualify for the Roth IRA, well, you can convert that traditional after the fact to a Roth and what that means is you're going to have a, a small tax burden yep. because you're converting those funds. And we only encourage people to do that once they're in baby step seven right? because it's going to cost you right. uh, in taxes. And I'd rather that money go towards paying off the house and investing right. and all those things. And so it can be a great strategy for those that high earners who are going, well, I want to make sure that I'm investing as well, uh, as, as well as I can. And so those backdoor options are still, it's... It's not really a loophole. It's completely legal. Yeah. Biden was in talks about removing yes, this. Yes, yes. It hasn't actually happened. We got a lot of calls, people freaking out, going, well, they're going to yeah. get rid of it. And the threshold for that income. The Roth IRA, let me see that. what the, the income limits. Roth is. Is it, is it, is it 180? Roth IRA I, I, income I, limits. I'm seeing uh, if you earn more than 144, oh, 144 in 2022. If you're married and filed taxes was, jointly, yeah, it goes slightly up Slightly over. 214 yeah. for, a, for a married filing Two, jointly. 214 married Filing jointly. Okay. Yes. And, and so, so that's an option there. If you can't contribute to the Roth IRA, yeah. if you are above that, in which case yeah. you still have other options. Uh, okay. Real quick to kind of put a bow on this. We have a great resource at RamseySolutions.com. That retirement calculator is a wonderful tool. Oh, I love it. Uh, so tell people about that. Give us 20 seconds on that great, 30 seconds on that great yes, resource. Yes, RamseySolutions.com. You can click on our free tools and check out the retirement calculator. And what this does is give you a really clear picture about what it's going to take to retire when you want and to afford the lifestyle you want. Because a lot of people say, well, Ken, when can I retire? And I yeah. go, well, what kind of life do you want to lead? Yeah. Then there's a lot of people who go, is it too late? You can retire with 800000 You can retire with $10 million. It just yeah. depends on the right. lifestyle you're looking for. But this gives you a clear picture. You put in your age, the age you want to retire, how much money you currently have in investments, how much you're contributing monthly, and what you think your annual return will be. We say, you know, 8 9 10%, that's realistic. And that gives you a clear picture about what yeah. life's going to look like 30 years from now, yeah. 10 years from now. It's doable. RamseySolutions.com. Check it out. It is a wonderful tool. Hey, George Camel, always full of great information. Good times. I had no idea you were that versed in all the retirement stuff. But, I'm a giant uh, nerd, Ken. What I'll can tell I say? you what. It's, it's why Dave can go on vacation. Let's just be honest. He deserves it. Hey, good stuff. Good hour. I want to thank the team behind the glass for keeping us on the air. And you, America, for listening. This is your show. It is The Ramsey Show. Hey folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? Get your daily dose of advice on life and money. Check out all of our shows from The Ramsey Network wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out other great podcasts from the Ramsey Network, like Ramsey Call of the Day. Check out our new Ramsey Call of the Day podcast. It'll give you a quick hit of advice about life and money in under 10 minutes. Listen to the Ramsey Call of the Day wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.